Hey there, my name is Mei Ling. I'm a certified life coach and trauma-trained practitioner, and welcome to my podcast, Finding Freedom in the Hologram. Hello, friends. Well, last week was my birthday, <laughs> and I had a very special offer for a personalized hypnotic track on my IG stories. So if you don't already follow me on Instagram, follow me there now because I give you very special offers through my stories. It is at mailing.ao, at M-E-I-L-I-N-G dot A-W. This hypnotic track helps to reprogram your subconscious, but in a totally relaxing way where you don't even feel like it's any effort. So it combines binaural beats, theta sound waves, and it's customized to you because with it, I include a 45-minute consult asking specific questions about you, your goals, what you want to achieve. All of that goes into that hypnotic track, which is why it's customized. And let me read what one of my clients has said about her customized hypnotic track. So I asked her during our coaching, what did you learn? Either the greatest tool or idea that was a game changer for you. And she said, the personalized hypnotic track has been one of the best things I received from our coaching. As a Christian, I believe Proverbs 18.21 that says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Before you speak something, you think it which relates to Proverbs 23, 7, that says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So my client went on to say, I knew I had to get my mind right, then monitor what I speak to myself and to others. The hypnotic track helped me get my mind right first, and now I catch myself when I let in a thought that is negative or just doesn't serve me well. It has been so interesting to find myself correcting myself. I also love that I find myself thinking longer about my response to other people. I would often just jump on the bandwagon. If they were putting themselves down or doubting if they could do something, I'd agree with them. Now I know that I can provide encouragement and resources to try to help them change their thinking about the situation. Sometimes people just need a dose of positivity to help them take a different path. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) For those of you who didn't catch my special offer last week, because last week I offered 20% off. But for my podcast listeners out there, if you are listening to this and you are interested in your own personalized hypnotic track, I will give you 10% off. All you need to do is send me a DM at my Instagram handle at mailing.ao and type in F-F-I-T-H, which is short form for finding freedom in the hologram. If you send me that DM, I know that you want to take advantage of this 10% offer and it's extended to you listeners. And it's for the first five listeners who DM me with F-F-I-T-H. Now, on to this week's topic. This week, we are talking about dun, 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 self-sabotage. It happens to everyone, self-sabotage. Now, the word itself, the connotation, that doesn't feel good, is it, when you say self-sabotage? And really, if you explain it to a kid or when a kid first hears of it, it's like, huh? 
Why would you sabotage yourself? It doesn't make sense. Why indeed? Why is it for somebody that wants to lose weight, that wants to be healthier, whose doctor has told them, hey, I think you need to lose about 30 pounds or else your high blood pressure, your cholesterol levels, you're going to huff and puff, you can't run around after your kids, you better look after yourself. So why is it that we still reach for the junk food, for the ice cream, for the crackers, for the Doritos, even though we are not hungry? Just because it's the end of a really long day, you've had an argument with your colleagues, you have an argument with your partner, you had an argument with your kids, and then we reach for the things that make us feel good in that moment temporarily, but does not serve us, it does not serve our goals in the long term. It's because most of the time, we feel so inept to deal with our emotions and feelings that we are trying to distract and numb ourselves. So we reach for the thing, we do the thing that doesn't serve us in the moment and you go, oh no, I've sabotaged myself. And it doesn't feel good. So what you do does feel good, but only temporarily. And then after that, you feel even worse. And then this negative self-talk comes on. So why is it? Self-sabotage can actually happen in subtle as well as obvious ways. So obvious ways was that overeating example that I gave you. But sometimes subtle ways are when somebody works really long hours, let's say they want to have their own business and they go, oh, I need to show up on Instagram. I need to give presentations. I need to write that e-newsletter. I need to start networking. And then they have all the best intentions, they calendar everything in the diary, but when the time comes, they find an excuse. They start negotiating with themselves. Or for somebody, let's say, who wants to start a habit of running every day, or doing yoga every day, or just moving their body every day, as soon as the weather turns or they feel cold, they give an excuse. They go, oh, maybe I can just skip this day. Now that is very subtle. So procrastinating, putting things off, even when you decide, you know what, I'm just going to disappear a little bit. So for my trading clients, after when they get burned by a very big loss, either because they haven't followed the trading plan or strategy, they haven't followed a curriculum when they're taking a trading course on learning how to trade, and they get burned so badly, they go, I just can't face logging onto the platform again. I need to take some time. I'm just going to disappear for a bit. I can't bear to log in into the course portal or to log in on a live trading platform again. All of this, when you press pause on things that help you achieve your goal in the long term, this is where self-sabotage is actually happening and creeping in. Now, a lot of you ask, so how exactly can I stop self-sabotage? My friends, that is the wrong question. The quality of your life depends on the quality of the questions you ask yourself. The question that you should really ask. Because if you think about it, when you ask, how can I stop self-sabotage? It is actually you wanting to fix it. You are saying, there is something wrong with my behavior right now. I need to fix this. There is a problem. 
So in effect, you are judging yourself. You're criticizing yourself. But what you should really be looking at is the cause of it in the first place. The very root of the problem. What is the root cause? So you ask yourself, what do I do when I notice that I want to do something that goes against my long-term goal? Just because it feels good in the moment and I can't face what I'm facing in the moment right now, I need something to soothe me temporarily and then later on I can catch up or do my long-term goal. Or you just forget about your long-term goal in that moment because you're so caught up in your emotions, you don't think, you don't let your prefrontal cortex, your CEO of your brain, do the thinking. You're no longer rational. So you reach for the thing that gives you the most comfort at that point of time. However, why is that? Because all of us want to skip the discomfort. At this moment, we are like, okay, let's fast forward. (laughs) I don't want to feel this discomfort now. I don't want to process the emotions. I don't like this feeling. It's so uncomfortable. It's torture. Let's skip ahead to the feel good now. Think about this. When you are feeling ways that you want to escape and the actions that result are actions that do not serve your long-term goals... Self-sabotage is, in effect, a form of self-protection. You want to be soothed now. You want to feel safe now. You want to feel comforted now. So self-sabotage actually is your body's own way of protecting you in that moment. It's what you need right now. Actually, the human body and the human brain is so clever and adaptive. It gives you what you need at that point of time because it thinks this means it gives you a greater chance of survival. It doesn't care about your long-term goal. It just wants you to survive now. So if you're going to feel better now, like if you're going to feel less likely to jump off the building, less likely to, to self-harm, less likely you know, to distract yourself, less likely to do things that might harm you and harm the species, it will let you do that thing. So your brain perceives a threat and it wants to eliminate that threat. And feelings of discomfort, my friends, is a perceived threat to your brain. Especially if you don't know how to process your emotions, you have always swept things under the carpet and you have always avoided things, Right? You never talk about feelings, you never bring unpleasant things up with your partner, even though you're seething inside. You just go, oh, okay, fine. You keep quiet, you slam doors. If you've never learned how to process your emotions, that is when you are more likely to self-sabotage yourself. So, instead, when you think, oh gosh, I just did something that totally didn't serve my long-term goals, what can I do? I want you to start being curious and compassionate instead of judging yourself. And instead, I want you to start journaling and asking yourself and put this question on a post-it note somewhere. How do I understand what makes me feel unsafe? Think about it. Why do you feel unsafe at that moment? 
Is it because you're unused to this feeling? It feels foreign to you? You don't know how to process your emotions. You don't know how you can bring this up. You don't know how you feel safe to bring this topic up with somebody that you love. You're afraid of offending people. You're afraid of making other people uncomfortable. You think you're going to be an outsider, an outcast for expressing how you feel. Think about it. Why is it that you feel that it's unsafe? That's the first question. The second question is, how do I then soothe myself or make it tolerable, but it's still stretching yourself so that you can grow? So with my one-on-one coaching clients, I go through many tools and exercises to help them go through their thoughts and feelings to process. And then we go behind the hidden reasons. Why do they do things that seem so counter, counter against? Why are they doing things that are counter-effective to their long-term goals? Due to an underlying reason or multiple reasons. And that's where we map all of that out. So I go through those exercises specifically. And they're really too long to cover here in this podcast session. But these two questions, right, should really serve you. And I want you to put them on a post-it note. I want you to think about it when you are journaling. If you haven't started journaling already, let me tell you, as a coach, all my clients find so much value journaling. Now, you don't have to write like, dear diary, this is what I did today and list all the things that you did. In fact, I want you to write uncensored where your pen just flows. It doesn't matter if it's two sentences. It doesn't matter if it's two pages. It doesn't matter if it seems like, you know, you're writing Homer's Iliad. What matters is that you get things out of your brain and onto paper. And then challenge yourself. And after a few days, go back and read what you've written. There are so many gems that you can find there. Because we have like 30 to 60,000 thoughts a day and it is impossible to think, to remember why our brain thinks the way it does. Right? So when you journal and you put it all out on paper, you can actually study and internally reflect. So again, these are the two questions. How do I understand what makes me feel unsafe? And the second, how do I then soothe myself or make it tolerable, but I'm still stretching myself so I can grow in this moment? All right. So next time you think self-sabotage, I want you to catch yourself and go, no, it's actually a form of self-protection. What are the two questions Coach Mailing said? Yes, I'm going to refer to my post-it note. (laughs) I'm going to refer to my diary. I'm going to paste it somewhere visible. And I'm going to ask myself these questions. My friends, if you start doing this, you are training your brain. You are self-coaching your brain. This is free coaching, my friends. You are self-coaching your brain and learning how to change the course of your thoughts and thus your behavior. And before you know it, you're so much more curious and compassionate to yourself. You're less judgmental because I'm giving you tools. So use them wisely. I hope this has been useful and I'll see you next week. Bye.